Hello guys, welcome back to another episode in Thailanders in Pajamas. In this episode, I'm going to walk you through the games which happened from, you know, 11th of April to 15th of April, the mid-week matches, Monday to Friday, the five games. So the first game we're going to talk about the Gujarat Titans with the Sunrisers Hyderabad. So Gujarat Titans never lost any game up until this, and Sunrisers Hyderabad just won a game two days prior to this against Chennai Super Kings. So, so obviously, Sunrisers won the toss and made Gujarat bat first. So, Gujarat actually struggled throughout the innings. I mean, Hardik Pandya stayed not out. He played 42 balls and he did only 50. And except from him, I mean, I think this is what something SRH is practicing nowadays. I mean, never let anyone settle in the crease. Even if someone settles down, they're not letting that other person go you know, berserk over them. I think it comes down to the variety of bowling they have. I mean, you can see Janssen can actually extract a hell lot of balls with his height and his left-hander. And Natarajan with his incoming deliveries and full-length yorkers and everything. And Bhuvaneshwar Kumar being Bhuvaneshwar Kumar, as you know, pretty miser, if you ask me. <laughs> well, it's not a bad word. And uh, also, if you consider uh, who? Uh, who? 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 Uh, yeah, so uh, if you can chip in Makram with a couple of quality spinovers. And then Washington Sundar with very economical bowling and his ability to knack wickets down. And, and yeah, forgot about the speedster Umran Malik, the, who seems to be a problem up in, to the squad up until now. Whereas I mean, Gujarat made as I said 162 and SRH again started off their innings pretty slow. And Abhishek Sharma carried on his form. He made 42 of 32. 42 of 32. Decent enough is one that is striked. No question. Not, not a bad thing about it. Ken Williamson started off pretty slow, but he ended the innings with 120 strike rate with 57 of 46, which is a valuable contribution. Well, the scary part for SRH was like Tripathi was retired hurt in between, but Puran came, he literally took care of the proceedings at the end and he hit 34 of 18 and even Markram finished the proceedings yet. So guys, I think SRH is forming a template here. Restrict the squads to 160 score and defend it in 18-19 overs with loss of not loss of much wickets because obviously Ken Williamson is playing it pretty how to say, pretty slow at the start. I mean, yeah, I mean, see, he was, he was never try willing to give his wicket away. I mean, once the ball gets sold, he's going after and even the new incoming batsmen are finding it pretty easy with, you know, still some bowler batsmen after them. I mean, see, if you keep the other batsmen who didn't get to bat in this game, like Shashant Singh, Washington Sundar, Bhuvaneshwar Kumar, Marco Janssen, I think up until Marco Janssen, I'm not saying they can hit literally every good ball, but at least four of them can combine for like five overs, uh, 40, 50 runs. Not bad. I'm not great also, but still, I think it's a good thing SRH didn't let this game go till the end. So SRH won this game. Uh, is it, you know, after the first two games losses, they won a couple of them against the undefeated Gujarat Titans. I think the talking point for me regarding the Gujarat Titans is Hardik Pandya play, playing at, you know, two down. Guys, he's a natural finisher. Why not send Abhinav Manohar up the order? Why not send Miller up the order? I mean, Hardik Pandya can finish the innings. They don't have a proper finisher. Tevate is very inconsistent. Some, sometimes, some conditions he will, but not all the time. His strike rate is 120-ish. Let to recognize that. Pretty much that's my case regarding Gujarat here. And coming to the SRH, my inclusion is, I think, Kane, Kane Williamson back to form. I mean, such a, such a class player, but I think after the injury, he never ha- was amongst the runs. And this is the game he actually hit a half century with two fours and four sixes. 
quite uncharacteristic of him but mm, i think that's my talking that's my talking points from this particular game guys so moving on to the next game we have the southern derby so called <laughs> updated el clasico csk versus rcb so csk were winners in the pretty much the first three games of the tournament so against royal challengers bangalore they unfortunately royal challengers bangalore don't have the services of ashil patel as he left the via bubble to attend the rites of his sister who passed away unfortunately uh, pretty much sad for him and uh, really deeply feel sorry for him and so winning the toss uh, rcb made csk go back well to be honest rcb up until 10th over they got it everything under control they got the early wicket of rituraj gaikwad moin ali was gone and then came uttap shivam dubey and i think one over can literally change the course of their innings so once uttap came so once dubey came and one over dubey started taking over the bowlers they started literally damaging everyone guys literally they were phenomenal they were hitting they didn't care about anyone i mean see that is the phase after 10th over where harshil patel will start his first over and i think rcb really missed harshil patel services that day utappa ended with 88 of 50 and shivam dube 95 of 46 both of them deserved their centuries but unfortunately couldn't get there but still they helped the team to put on a mammoth 216 on board coming back to the reply from rcb uh, i mean the, their chase never got going at any point of time if you ask me well there was a little hope when prabhu desai and kartik were at the crease but come on guys if the required rate is 15 and there is no other established batsman down the order you really can't expect much from any of them well both of them made very valuable 34 in like with the excess in strike rate of 180 and 240 But still, when the top order failed, like Kohli going for one, Maxwell, Okesh with twenty-six, Duplessis going for eight, Rawat for twelve, Shabazz. Oh, I forgot to mention Shabazz's contribution. He hit forty-one of twenty-seven, pretty decent without any six, six at least. But still, as RCB managed to you know, minimize the damage control, you know, by sorry, maximize the damage control by scoring one hundred ninety-three at the end, and it appeared that they they did miss. El Hashal Patel a lot with Hazelwood seeming out of sort. I mean, they were taking for cleaners if you ask me. I mean, Akash Deep went for fifty-eight. Uh, yeah, well, everyone got hit. <laughs> no one. I mean, only Hazelwood is decent actually. A fall, sorry. So my talking point for CSK in this particular game was they they returned to winning ways, if I can say. Obviously, because the way they were winning. I mean, the way they won. Pretty convincing that on all aspects. Even the Jadeja celebration of DK's catch will actually tell you everything that day. And coming point from RCB is, I mean, are they really bad at death if there is no Harshil Patel? What if he is having an off day or he is sick, if he is ill or something? So they see there should be a plan B, but apparently they didn't have. So guys, going into the third game, game number match number twenty-three, which happened between Punjab Kings and Mumbai Indians. So Punjab Kings is one squad which is not exactly consistent, but potential is there. But again, they kind of, kind of don't show it often. Again, going to the other winless team. I mean, I think this is the only team which has been winless up until this moment. Mumbai Indians winning the toss. Mumbai made Punjab bat. So, so guys, so guys, I'll tell you one thing. This is what I like in Punjab. 
it doesn't matter who is batting they'll come hit go they'll come hit go so you know that is an approach which might bite backfire you sometimes in case if you don't have much wicket at the end well unfortunately that's not the case that day because uh, mayank agarwal the captain is back to form for them he hit 52 of 32 and dhawan 70 of 50 bairstow came and went livingstone livingstone failed oh rare failure but again jitra sharma and sharuk khan tried to finish it on a high note with 198 i think the score was supposed to be in excess of 220 that the rate how the one was going nevertheless pretty decent score to defend if you ask me so when mumbai i mean there are no honestly good picks about mumbai man their high scorer went for 11 point you know 47 runs at 11.8 rate basil tampi doesn't make sense about mumbai i mean i gave up on mumbai and then if you ask me very honestly coming to the chase as usual as i mentioned rohit will hit his mid 20s and go ishan kishan failed and yeah, the spectacular thing about this innings is deval bruvis the under 19 baby ab he literally smacked rahul chahar for 29 runs in one over one of the six is 120 meters being a 19 year old kid you are smacking one of the you know very good spinner one of the spinners who represented india indian team boys that deserves an applause and uh, pretty much you know if you ask me like how they lost i mean it is mumbai's back till the end if you ask me but unfortunate runouts by you know indirect influence of surya kumar yadav you know lekwama and pollard actually screwed their chances because they were pretty much in the game till the end and somehow they made sure that odia could defend uh, well i mean punjab got the win and deserved win if you ask me the way the mumbai batted then there is no hope man i mean after surya kumar yadav is gone the last button over of rabada there is really no hope uh, coming to the punjab odian smith uh, well the scoreline might say 3 overs 30 but for four wickets but don't exaggerate that four wickets because three of them are tailenders who were desperate to get some runs on the board in the last over but still four wickets is a good thing in t20 not going to undermine his uh, performance there because he is the one who got smacked by gujarat the last over by tevatia at least a bit of redemption for him so my taking point from punjab kings is uh, how long will they carry this approach i mean at some point they have to be sensible enough when to construct an innings well they need not be so defensively chandra the hyderabad and then shouldn't be this attacking either they should plan at some point like uh, you know who can be the anchor because pretty much saying there seems to be no anchor for this squad bersa can play one but i don't know he is not exactly playing like that i think he is you know overcooking himself over there uh so my talking point regarding mumbai indians is what will it take for them to win a match uh, honestly there seems to be no hope because this is the one of the i mean they should have bought tim davidson considering they spent huge amount of on him and he can bat and he can contribute with the ball too but uh, i mean anyways they're playing with only three foreign players why not get you know instead of uh, one of these uh, how to say basil tampi can actually get tim davidson make sure that you can bowl with uh, deval bruvis pollard and tim davidson a couple of you know tries or three or four overs you can do that why not well so many issues to solve for mumbai indians though who cares so guys now we'll go back to the other game where gujarat after losing and rajasthan after winning are facing 
so starting off royals won the toss and made titans bat and boy titan so this is see this is what i'm saying hardik pandya as a finisher can be even lethal so i guess i was wrong in the previous episode but he literally hit 87 of 52 guys apart from that i mean only abhinav manohar contributed and miller at the end contributed but still 192 is a score which no one expected them to have because hardik pandya was not out till the end and that's not a appreciable thing guys he came to bowl he came to field he was everywhere guys everywhere if you ask me but chasing 193 uh, butler hit his half century in the power play uh, as i told he was pretty much amongst the runs yes hitmer did contribute with 29 but still rest of them failed i told you sanjay samson is never the guy who you can trust with consistency i mean somehow he finds a way to get out of a dumb way i mean that potential what is the use Particle failure, Ashwin, yeah, the dumb move is they're sending Ashwin in power play. Sending Ashwin in the ninth over is a very wise move as applauded by many, but why do you want to send Ashwin in power play? You need someone to attack the bowlers in power play, not restrict the wickets. Very dumb move. Vander doesn't fail yet again. And other batsmen obviously failed till the end and they literally got only 155 at the end. So this is what I'm telling you. One off day, if your bowling fails or if your batting fails, this is the reverse. There'll be 37 runs, and T20s 37 runs is a huge amount to lose by. That was chasing with kind of due around. So today the batting didn't exactly fail that much. The usual contenders, Butler and Hetmar, made up almost half the total, 85. The rest of them didn't turn up. That's been the case. And coming to the bowling, Nisham was okay. Well, their main absentee ball due to a niggle that was shown that's biggest game. Maybe no proper early wicket screwed them, but still they got a couple of early wickets too anyway. Kuldeep Sen, obviously over costly impressive Krishna, as I've been telling, he was never an economical bowler. Maybe if he can provide you with wickets, but that's it. And with the teams, you know, the match is going, the pitch is going to be dry as the tournament progresses with lack of bounce, Prasad will be literally screwed around. Chahal with rare failure. I mean, four overs, 32 for one is a decent, but coming to Chahal's standards this season, it is a failure if you ask me. Sorry. Ashwin, again, a wicketless match, but still, well, he even didn't try to control the economy 8.2. Well, better than the rest, I guess, but guys, uh, this is the problem RR have. No lack of proper all rounders. This is not a T20 franchise which can win the cup if you ask me. Talking point for me is Gujarat is like, I think Hardik's 80 plus runs, you know, literally have more headaches for 87 runs, have more headaches for uh, Gujarat here because he's even better batsman down the order than Miller. And coming to the Rajasthan Royals, are there bo- I mean, is their bowling lost without Trent Bolt? We never know because he's only supposed to miss only one match. So really, honestly, we'll never know. So guys, moving on to the final match on Friday, it's between KKR and SRH. SRH coming back on the back of a couple of wins and KKR losing a high chase after DC. So losing the toss, KKR is made to bat. Newly inbound Finch failed. Venkatesh Ayer was literally cleaned up by Natarajan. Shayas Ayer, 28-25. Only Nitish Rana actually tried to play some decent knock. 54 of 36 and Razil stayed till the end and did cause some damage, guys. He hit 49 of 25. Very good. So that took them to 175. And I think, I mean, see, people were skeptical whether SRH can chase 175. 
and the boy they chose it in 17.5 abhishek sharma a bit failure williamson failure so obviously the pressure was on tripathi and boy tripathi hit 71 of 37 i mean he literally gave it back to kkr the physics franchise i think they're not retaining him or not even trying to buy him lol and come makram to makram is back amongst us after the first game he hit at the 15 or 68 of 36 equally important knock as tripathi if you ask me because he stayed till the end and and puran obviously stayed just to you know how to say not to lose any wicket or to complicate things further so my talking point regarding kkr is uh, I mean, do they have a proper batting lineup and also what about the bowling him comes three games he played in each of the game he went for above more than 10 runs per over and why are they using only rasul at the death i mean or is it the start not completing his quota and this game they got another bowler called aman hakim khan who bowled only one over i don't get it why do they get only one guy for one over one bowler that to not even a batting all rounder that dumb man and umesh yadav uh, no wickets this time but still economical 7.8 economy and Narayan obviously the best bowler for them and Varun Chakravarty I guess the mystery around Varun Chakravarty is decoded guys. Tripathi was literally screwing him around maybe because he practiced him against him a lot in the nets last time around or really I honestly don't know what is happening with Varun Chakravarty. Talking about about SRHs like the same guys I mean the constant thing about what a ponder is what will happen if they bat first. I mean they are chased they, they actually have set a template for themselves. Ball first, restrict the opposition to 180 under 180 at any cost. Bat sensibly in the power play. Well, that didn't happen this game, but still, bat sensibly in the power play. Once the ball becomes old, go after because Williamson is a good batsman against spin. Party is a good batsman against spin. Markram is a good batsman against spin. Poren is a good batsman against spin. So they really won't be afraid to take on a good quality spinners in, from the opposition side. So guys, this concludes my episode. Still. Uh, 25th match, I guess. The, all the week fixtures. I'll be back with an, another episode, which I'll update you with the weekend matches and uh, Mondays and Tuesdays. I guess six more matches. I guess by after pretty much this half an hour. I guess. So guys, stay tuned and thank you for listening.